Welcome to Afro Roots. I'm Norman Berico, and I'm sitting here today with Edward Kamanyi and Dr. James Rokari. This is our Afro Roots Wellbeing Special, and in this one, we're going to talk about you, and we're going to look at what we can do to support and look at how we um, support you. And you is yourself, your body, your mind, your soul, your family, your work, and all those things that uh, make who you are. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting here today with Edward and Dr. J. And we really want to um, talk about COVID. So I'll let you guys do a quick intro yourself, mm-hmm. and then we'll get on to talking about COVID. Hi, I'm, I'm James. I'm a GP, and I'm working in Victoria. I'm Edward Kamani, and I'm a mental health social worker, also working in Victoria. Thanks, guys, and thanks for joining um, this well-being series. I think it's going to be really helpful because we're going to explore a number of topics and a number of issues and challenges that we face as Africans or anyone really living away from home in the diaspora. And today we picked COVID because this has been an, a, a situation that we found ourselves in the last almost two years. Mm-hmm. The whole world's been shaken. Um, and I just wanted to think, take some time for us to explore this COVID, mm-hmm. talk about maybe some of the challenges that we've faced and what we can do. So really excited that we've got a whole broad range of expertise in, in the room today that we can draw from. Mm. So I suppose the first thing is what is COVID? Because there's been so many theories. People talk about it all the time. You read different things. It would be just, yeah, I'm interested, Dr. James, maybe you could, um, yeah, unpack that. Unpack this virus for us that has come to the world and shaken us to the core. Oh, thanks, Norma. <laughs> uh, I think that's a very good starting point by actually trying to describe what is COVID, really. Yeah. Um, COVID is a viral infection, uh, and it's one of the group of viruses which has been going around for quite some time. Uh, and unfortunately, with COVID, it has spread and uh, to become a pandemic. There are two words which are being thrown around, a pandemic, epidemic. If your disease is actually confined to a local environment and more of the people in the community affected, it's an endemic. Right. But if you get more ep- epidemics mm. in a region covering the larger things, it becomes a pandemic. Right. So that's mm. good to know mm. because I've always wondered so, the difference between an endemic pandemic. Mm. So really, COVID is actually a virus. We don't know where it came from. Uh, and we think it's one of those that has jumped from one species, uh, which is uh, animals to then infect human beings. Mm. And it's not unique because we have been getting this over the years mm. now. We have had the recent pandemics was actually, we, we talk about the SARS virus, mm. uh, which we think actually affected in 2003 or so about. It was quite well contained by quarantine. Mm. And then we also can go back a little bit in our recent memory. We can talk about the HIV pandemic which we can also relate to quite easily, being Africans, because it decimated a lot of us, our mm. populations. Yeah. So pandemics are common, yeah. and they tend to come roughly at about one to two generations. We'll get a new pandemic. You know. Yeah, so, and you know, thank you for, for kind of breaking that down for us and simplifying, because I think what a lot of the fear that we have with COVID is that it's new, it's this you know, this massive pandemic that's come through. We've never had anything like it. I know people talk about the Spanish flu, 
But you're right, we've had swine flu, I recall that, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's SARS, that's the same as the swine flu that you're talking about. Yeah. 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 So, so we, we, with, with really the viruses, uh, we, we don't only get in, in human beings, we mm. do get them uh, really in animals as well. Mm. Mm. And uh, I think before the outbreak of uh, COVID, which is actually SARS yeah. 2, Wow. Uh, then uh, that's the science bit. <laughs> stars two, stars one. Uh, yeah, before that, we we had uh, a really a series of uh, African swine. Uh, yes, the swine uh, yeah. fever, which killed a lot of pigs, particularly in China and Europe. Uh, and uh, I just remember that it didn't come to Australia, which yeah. is because we are an island. We are really lucky in that. Way. Yeah, uh, and so really, COVID is actually something that is going to be with us yeah. today and in the future. And probably it will run its course and then eventually uh, follow the natural uh, history of disease and it will start, start plateauing yeah. and then eventually die down. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I think that's, the, um, that's what's good to understand and I suppose to support us in not being so fearful that this is not the first virus. It's one that's traveled faster and further. It's one that's impacted the world uh, as we know it in our memory the most but it's not uh, a concept of a virus in communities. Mm -hmm. And I think for us Africans, we've, we've had those things. We've had outbreaks. We've had cholera. We've had mm. things that are outbreaks that um, impact a community as a whole or larger. Um, so I think you're keeping that in mind mm -hmm. as we deal with the fear because mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that we're seeing with COVID is that, that fear. I'd like to think that uh, probably what is slightly different at this point in time is the rate of spread. Mm. I think it's the rate of spread that has probably made it a lot more different from any other pandemics that we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Because this one has kind of gone a little bit wider and mm. literally covered the whole the whole world. Yes. So in most cases in the past you would hear pockets of the world experiencing these pandemics, yeah. but the spread has not been one where it's generally covered the whole yeah. Yeah. the whole world. So and I, that is probably one of the key mm. issues yes. that's different. And I wonder that um with the way information travels now. Yeah. We're so aware of yeah. what's happening everywhere. Whereas in the past, you know, we could have a cholera outbreak in a small country yeah. in Africa. No one will hear about it. Maybe it might come mm. on the news here and again. Mm. Whereas this is something that you knew live what's happening in America, what's happening mm. in China. What's, and that then grows that sense of fear of we feel under threat mm. as a human species. So mm. I guess for, for us here and in the context of what we're trying to do is talk to really our, our people in the community and, and, and across all communities really, but Afro Roots has always been centered around trying to support um, that unique situation we have as Africans living away from home and living in a different environment. So I guess for me, um, when I'm thinking about COVID and all the information I'm hearing is, is how, do we, how can I keep myself safe? How do we keep ourselves safe? What, what do we do here? We've got this pandemic, endemic, <laughs> endemic, endemic. Yeah. What do we do? What do I do as an individual? What do I do as a family? Like it's, there's so much out there that you start to worry about mm. what's the best way to protect yourself from the family. I, I think that's actually a very pertinent question uh, because one of the things that has come out from COVID, like you mentioned, on is you've got the social media, which is spreading a lot of things, but actually it's also how we live. Mm. Uh, I think we have traveled really very far and we were traveling quite a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Traveling in itself really poses a risk to us. And we know that uh, the disease has spread really fast simply because we are marketing, our traveling, mm. our 
mobile. Tourism. Mm. We are very mobile people now. So the most important thing is quarantine has got a role to yeah. play. You know, reduce the number of chances of you getting infected. You know, uh, the second thing that now we have, which is really good, is actually the vaccination. Mm. The vaccination is really quite important because what it does is it reduces the chances of you getting a serious infection. It does not prevent you from getting infected. Uh, the most important thing for our communities is to bear in mind is um, the diseases affect us because of the way we think and the way we handle them, you know. And the way, if we are actually really more proactive about illnesses and everything else, the chances of us being affected becomes mm. less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if we wait for us after we've been affected, then the outcomes are going to be pretty much like what has happened yeah. in the previous uh, pandemics, HIV, yeah. uh, SARS, cholera, and everything else, yeah. where we'll get decimated and we wonder why. And this is actually particularly evident in other communities. If we look at the United States of America, where you find a lot of blacks were actually the ones who were dying. It's not because they are blacks, but also because how we actually live. Yeah, you know? and we're very communal, aren't we? So I guess I've got a couple of questions, uh, Dr. J, for me, and it's around the vaccine. Mm. Um, because there's a lot of fear, you know, and I think in our communities as well, mm. um, it's good for us to explore um, that fear. Mm. And, and I might come after that to you, mm. Ed, because I think there are other social... There are other issues that have impacted challenges mm. of day-to-day life within um, the pandemic itself, living every day in this space. Mm. But I'm going to go back to the vaccine and just think about um, just thinking about when when I had to make that decision. I mean, I had to make mm. a decision about taking the vaccine myself. I had to take a decision about my child who's 13 that do we inject her. Um, but there were so many theories. People were worried about, you know, what's going to happen to your body long term. Your, you can, there were some issues around fertility. There were so many things out there. Um, so that's that's one bit. Maybe if you can just unpack that bit a, a little bit. But I think what's also interesting is you're highlighting that the vaccine itself will keep you from being very very unwell. Because when you think about it, really, if I can if I can see it as a cold or a flu without the fear of the rest of it and the transmission. It would be like me getting flu or cold any other time if I know that I can mm. be safe. So I guess the vaccine is so that when I do get it or if I do get it, I don't I respond to it as I would if I had any other cold in mm. terms of physically. But in terms of those um those theories and, and I know you you know I don't want to hold you to expertise and say <laughs> tell me that it's safe because we only know what we know. Yeah, yeah, but I guess true. it's just really thinking about um Maybe uh, any remarks around the other vaccines that we've had in our lifetimes? I know growing up, we had polio, diphtheria, we had, mm. you know, a number of vaccines as children. Mm. I, I think it's really quite important to uh, address the myths as well as uh, some of the things that are really making us quite fearful of the vaccines. Mm. Traditionally, what we tend to do is when something new comes, we are always scared of it. Mm. Mm. But as time goes on, uh, you know, we get used to it. We know that it hasn't affected us. Uh, the vaccines which are very, basically, we've got about three vaccines, but there are other vaccines which are available in Africa, uh, uh, which are coming from Sanova, from uh, from uh, China as well as from uh, Europe and Johnson Johnson. Mm-hmm. They are now the novel 
uh, vaccines. The mm. future actually rests on that, okay? Mm. Mm. And they are very effective. And we are hoping that probably also that's how we are going to have a vaccine for malaria, you know. Mm. Uh, the vaccines are not there to kill us. You know? mm. The vaccines are not there to uh, uh, eliminate or prevent you from having further children or for, 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 our, for mm. our Africans so that we don't pro- produce more babies and yeah, all the all the all the myths out there. Yes, I've heard it all. So the 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 vaccines are really quite important in that aspect, and they do not cause us that because yeah. we know that everyone is getting them. So yeah. we are not the only selected ones who are mm. not getting that. Yeah. I'm giving it to everyone in yeah. the wider Australian community. Mm. So I won't say that uh, they are there to control us. Yeah. Um, I think the, the social media has played a role in actually uh, highlighting and uh, sensitizing people mm. and even scaring people mm. about these vaccines. Yeah. You know? yeah. But on the whole, they are actually a very safe vaccines. And um, I would really say the vaccines are like, they give you a head start, you know, so that when you get infected, you know, your body now knows this. Yep. Remember, we don't know anything about COVID. Our body immune system is totally doesn't recognize that. Yep. Hence, it gets a surprise of its life when yes. you get infected and you're not vaccinated. Yeah. Mm. And somebody gave me a very good, uh, we're trying to explain to my daughter actually about the vaccine and what that means. And it was like, it's basically something that's put in you to go and wake up your soldiers. So next time you see this thing, <laughs> kill it. And, and that answer, that was good. the simplest, yeah, really that's simple that thing. it's just, you know, basically a message to your soldiers that keep you uh, How healthy to, to say, when you see this uh, little bug, Watch out. Watch, Watch out, out, kill yes. it, and get rid of it. So, you know, just talking to the community out there that, you know, let's not be afraid. We, we, we want to be safe. We want to be healthy. Get that vaccine. Get tested. You won't know what's wrong with you unless you get tested. There is enough uh, information out there. We, we, you know, we don't want to go over and over uh, ground that's been um, touched on already. Uh, and we'll be able to sit out here today like this because we're all double vaccinated. We've all made sure that everybody's nice and uh, clear so we can sit here and that's what we want to do so uh, we'll just take a little commercial break and when we come back we'll talk about some of those challenges that we face and i'll probably talk a lot more to you ed yeah. around the social challenges that we face in living with covid yeah. uh join us in a few minutes it's noma here from efforts thanks welcome back it's noma here on efforts i'm here with edward and dr j and this particular episode is around COVID. And if you joined us earlier on, uh, we were simply just trying to get a bit of a definition or understanding what it is. We talked about um, what it was and that there's been other viruses. And, of course, we talked about what we can do to protect ourselves, which included the vaccine, that personal hygiene, and really understanding how this virus works. Um, earlier on, I touched on a point that while this virus has affected us all worldwide, we want to talk um really in this series, to, to our African brothers and sisters out in the community and, and, and talk about how it impacted us because it's been 18 months, 18 months 18. of really being impacted. Yeah, almost two years. I hadn't yeah. thought about it much. Mm. It'd be two years where we the world stood still. Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge some of those mm. day-to-day impacts of living with COVID. And Ed, you know, you're the mental health guy in, in our <laughs> unit. It might be, you know, I just wonder whether you could, um, I suppose, remark or... Talk to us a little bit about some of those challenges. Yeah. I think um, 
if if you think of of if you look at us as 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 a, an, a community of African background, mm-hmm. one of the key things that is very pertinent to us is that um, we are we exist in a community. Mm. We 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 have a tendencies to to be communal, yeah. and unfortunately, what COVID has done is that it's isolated us. Mm. It's put it's put all of us into small pockets. Yeah. Of, mm. of, and that's very hard of our mm. rooms mm. of of our small you know families yeah. and for us to adapt to that most people would have struggled mm. because mm. we like the communal sense yeah. we, mm. we like to to gather and and celebrate and laugh and eat and yeah. and, and and be merry mm. so in a sense covid has taken that away from mm. us now how do we cope with those experiences and individually you will find that people will cope with these things differently mm. Mm. okay um the statistics suggest that to some extent there has been maybe an increase in family violence overall mm-hmm. not just within the african communities yeah. but overall there yeah. have been increases in numbers yeah. we are seeing an increase in uh requests for mental health support yeah. particularly among the young children mm. um and and this is not just something that is limited to the african community are you seeing more population. in the african community um Statistically, I do not have the evidence of yeah. that, but if you look at the general population, yeah. there has mm. been an increase in yeah. those services, and I would assume that it's not any different yeah. in the African community. Or and the particularly, need is not different. Yeah, the need is not mm. different, mm. but I would probably assume that it's probably even more because of the fact that we have that communal, communal, yeah. communal sense. Yeah. Of the impact will be greater. The impact yeah. will be greater on us. So those are some of the things that people will probably recognize mm. within their individual spaces. But then the the, the idea is that um, how do we then cope with mm. those things? Mm. How 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 do we recognize them in a way that we have to keep going? Mm. And I think that's where the access to services, yeah. connecting, uh, finding the right information to help you process what is happening is really very important. And if you go to the African Family Services website, there will be opportunities to really educate yourself around what is available mm. and what you can access. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is like what Dr. James said earlier. I think it's about time we 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 are recognized that getting that vaccination is very important mm. because I can tell you how much I'm dying to desperate to travel somewhere. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> talk about that. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was homeschool. Homeschool. I, and, and, and being at home with my family. I love my family. They were yeah. amazing. But yeah. you don't think about that generally. We're not designed to be together yes. in our small space every day. It put, it can put a marriage at risk of harm. Absolutely. It's, it can be. Yeah, yeah. It, it is really difficult because now we are, 24-7, yes. I was sitting there with my wife, and yes. then uh, we had to learn how to live together. Yes. yes. <laughs> First time, and, uh, and those are the challenges that put stress on yes. us. Absolutely. And if we do not really watch, mm. uh, we actually start breaking, as mm. a family, which is the very, really central things to us. Yes. And then without the family, we are nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, we need the family, and we need to emphasize that, that really. Yeah. Uh, we need to spend more time to say, how do we get that? And mm. there are always services which are available. Yeah. And I think always the starting point is so is the GP. If you really cannot reflect on what's happening, start recognizing yeah. what's really happening for in, you. Yeah. You know, mm. and because really you are part of the yeah the central gear to of, 
to the whole system for it to work very well. And we always think about when we go to the GP, I have to go because I've got a pain or I've got this. And that's still a space that I'm learning now that I can come and say to my GP, hey, I don't know, I'm not sleeping. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, um, I'm struggling with this. And mm-hmm. it might be something that's physical, but it also can start to indicate um, that, hey, there's something else to it. And I think when I look at uh, us in the African community, you're right, you know, we're so communal. I was so used that I didn't have to learn how to cook jollof rice because I could go to my friends and they'll eat it. <laughs> I knew that if there was, a, uh, you know, anything was an excuse to get together. So, and that's to the core of ourselves. So yeah, that yeah, isolation... Yeah. Um, would really, really, uh, that impact, I know it impacted me mm. because I, you know, what I started to try and do is try and, it took me a while to realize I can video call. Yeah. That I can, because we were so used to seeing each other. Absolutely. I would spend time not seeing people that I live next to, but I can call them. Mm. So, you know, things like making use of those, those, if you're in isolation or in quarantine or, I think we've now, we're now so mobile, thankfully, we can get around. Mm-hmm. But if you find yourself in a space where you've been isolated or you have to isolate, you can still keep connected. Mm-hmm. You know, phone, talk to your family on the phone, the video calls these days, WhatsApp video, mm. send videos because at home sometimes you can't, like I know people in Africa, I had to end up sending a video of myself as yeah. opposed to a video call. <laughs> it took me a while, almost uh, 12 months before I thought, oh, hang on, I can, I can just, I can just send that, you know. <laughs> Um, but one of the other things that you touched on was mental health in yeah. children, because for two years, children have not gone to school. school yeah. You know, for us, we were going to work, we we're going to the supermarket, we still have some level of socialization. Mm. And there's that confinement in one space, oh. because you wake up in the morning, yes. um, you're in the same room where yeah. you spent the night, and yeah. your desk is set in the same yeah. space. Now, it's it's literally... A, a small prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And and how do people adapt to those confinements? Space, so, spaces. Yeah, yeah. We need to. And what we also need to be thoughtful about is that some of the changes are very subtle. Mm. It creeps on you in a way that oh, you don't oh, even yeah. know that it's coming. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just very subtle changes. You know, changes in sleep patterns. Yeah. Um, changes in appetite. Yeah. Uh, mood. Yeah. Um, the the. The de- deterioration in, in the patient, the the the, the irritability. gradual irritability, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. the lack of tolerance for things that you would normally be quite comfortable with. Oh, because back then, if, <laughs> if my husband annoyed me, I'll go and see my friend. Yeah. We'll talk about something else. We'll watch but something. Now you have nowhere to now go. Now I've nowhere to go. You have and no, then we, you have and no we, yes, and out, sort ab- of. absolutely. And one of the things that I actually appreciate most is actually coming, uh, going to the doctors. I actually can't put. What's wrong with but something me. is not and that's right. really important because with that, you know, you get questions what's really it's happening to you? Yeah. Are you sleeping well? Yeah. Oh, no, oh. you know, mm-hmm. because we never take a self audit of ourselves, yeah. and uh, it's only when you are asked directly, you know, then that helps you to actually say, mm, yeah. What's really happening yeah. to me? You know, I used to be like this, no, I'm look not- here, I'm just sitting there, I'm procrastinating, I, I, uh, it's really getting worse. You know? I like that idea of self-ordered. And I think we'll pick up, we'll have another episode talking about our bodies and looking after ourselves personally. So I think I might just bring you back to that when yeah. we do. But I guess in thinking about what to do now, I mean, yeah, with the challenge that we've spoken, very brief, but of course, if you go to uh, africanfamilyservices.org.au, you'll see a lot of information and, and, and some 
you know, information that might challenge that you might have realized, like you say, that I'm now not in a good space. But there are things that we can still do in this time. We can, you know, you still can take a walk. You still can phone people. Keep yourself connected. You know, the young people try and have that. If they are homeschooling for that week, they homeschool and use another room so that they're not in the same room. Yes. Things like them wearing their uniforms in the morning, having a shower, brushing their teeth, kind of helps them to sense a sense of normality. So, look. You know, COVID is so such a broad subject and everything we'll talk about is always a broad subject. There's always more to say and not as much time. But what we wanted to do here was just touch on things and just yeah. trigger them trigger the mind to think differently or to see things. At least know that you're not thinking about all these things or worrying about all these things on your own. We are together, uh the support is out there. Talk to your GP. Like I said, go on African uh, Family Services dot uh, org. There's, and I'm sure there's a lot of local information that mm. you can find online around looking after yourself in this difficult time. But anyway, always not enough time. Thank you so much for watching. I just want a, a quick word to thank our sponsors, African Family Services, Afro Roots for this platform. My uh, colleagues, uh, my brothers here, Dr. J. Edward, and also uh, our crew from Vic Two Six Three for really giving us this opportunity to be in front of you today. Um, we will be back more series in this, uh, more episodes in this series where we'll talk about a broad range of stuff. But in the meantime, take care of yourself, keep safe, and thanks. It's Noma here from Afrobeats.